At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hi, my name is Lewis Howes, and welcome to the Daily Motivation Show. To be charismatic, you have to be competent and trustworthy. So really, really successful book covers, Mm -hmm. just like really successful LinkedIn profile pictures, very quickly signal both trust and competence, Mm -hmm. right? They both signal both these at the same time, okay? So um, let's talk about the first one, which is space, space zones, okay? So the distance between my nose and the camera lens, Mm -hmm. you can't see it, but in this photo shoot, I made sure that the distance between my space and the camera lens was a certain space. I wanted to be in what's called the social zone. We're all on video call all the time. You're taking photos like yes. this, selfie, like, yes. what does that do when you're projecting a video or a photo of that close? It is literally saying, I want to get close really, really fast. And so if you have someone who's super high warmth, they're like, yes, mm-hmm. vulnerability, mm-hmm. intimacy, and you're going to attract those kind of people. But if you have someone who's like, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. take a minute, they are, they are turned off. So what's happening is on video calls, you hop on FaceTime, you hop on video or on Zoom, and people are like right up in their camera. It's, yeah. right? their, their nose and their camera are, are, are 10 inches apart. And so someone's like, whoa. It's too close. Yeah. It's too close. Okay. So that's the first one is you want to respect the space zones. The, the sweet spot is a foot and a half to three or four feet away. That's, mm-hmm. that's that social zone. That's where we're making eye contact. If I wanted to reach out and high five you, I could. We're still respecting each other's space. If you want to have that balance, you want to be 18 inches to about three or four feet away. What we like in human behavior is we like someone to come towards us slowly. That's one of the reasons I think we're so burnt out on video. You know, we, we have these back to back to back video calls and we wonder why are we so tired? I'm not even in person. The reason is because it's cueing us in ways that are not natural. In person, I walk into a room, right? Like I walked into the office today and you were waiting. I was like, hi, and we yeah. and then we hugged. That's the way humans like, right? It's like this from public. So it's not like you open the door and I'm right there standing in your face. <laughs> that would have been a lot. I was a few feet back. You were a few feet yeah. back. It was perfect, right? <laughs> so like that that's natural. But on video, it's like whoop, we're here. And that's why yeah. we can get so fatigued, is because the cues are unnatural, which actually leads me to the second kind of trust cue that's important. Yes. Is when we can't see someone's hands, our brain has a really hard time trusting someone. 495 Shark Tank pitches, literally hundreds of hours of Shark Tank, yeah. coding every variable we could think of. Entrance, first impression, verbal, eye contact, smiling, interactivity, math deal. I mean, we were looking at everything. Holy cow. Okay. One of the biggest differences between the least successful pitches and the most successful pitches was what you just did. Hands. Right. So when you walk down that Shark Tank hallway, that is beautiful, right? That's that's exactly what we're talking about, space, right? Public to personal to social to intimate. So it's a nice warm up. The best pitchers, when they were all the way in the public zone, signaled, hey, sharks. No way. And they'd walk into the room, they'd take their place in the carpet, and they'd go, good morning, sharks, or hey, Kevin. They would greet with some kind of hand gesture. The least successful pitchers, they thought they were being humble, but it actually reduced trust. They hid their hands either in fists, behind their backs, in their pockets, or holding a prop. Sometimes accidentally they hid their hands and they didn't hand greet. That makes it really hard for someone to say, I can trust you. And that is a primitive part of our brain that when we can't see someone's hands, like if I were to you know, do this entire interview with my hands behind my back. Like what's she doing? Like what's that? she doing? Yeah, yeah. What are her hands doing? 
Susan Goldwyn Meadow researches gesture. She spent her entire academic career researching gesture. And she found that gestures carry more weight than words. Mm. So if a pitcher, a Shark Tank pitcher, were to go on and say, today I have a really big idea. It's right. really big. And I hold my hands up like it's really big. It's really small. You're like, no way. It looks small, Vanessa. It looks so small. It's not big at all. But if I were to say I have three three big ideas and hold up five, you're actually more likely to believe my fingers. So the reason why this is important is because gestures help lower cognitive load. Interesting. When I use gesture, I'm more fluent. I'm able to be more competent. I'm able to underline my words and able to say, this is a really important point. Hand gestures specifically. Are key. They are like our body language highlighter because gestures are a way that we underline or highlight our words. And so if you are inhibiting your own gestures, you will have a hard time explaining things. They actually did a study where they had people explain two versions of a story. Notice two, two versions of the story. One, they could use their hands and one they couldn't. The one where they could use their hands, they had less pauses, they spoke more quickly, they used bigger words. Wow. And the one where they just couldn't, just their hands were just underneath their legs. If you watch the best uh, like cartoon voiceover folks, they are using Animated, their, right? Yes, they are using their whole bodies. And that is because I am using my hands right now, not only for people watching, but also for my folks who are listening. Because I know that the more I use my gestures, the more charisma I have vocally, and I would love to talk about vocal charisma. Interesting. So that helps me, but it also helps you. So anyone who's watching, you're getting so much information. They ah. say 12.5 times more information from our gestures. Come on. Yes. So the most successful pitches, the next thing we found, this was very, very clear, is that the more that the pitchers could spark dopamine, the more likely they were to get a deal. Now, dopamine is a very complicated chemical. So just for our purposes, when we are doing something that's different, that's tactile, so yeah, touch, smell, taste, wear, play, do, try, that was gonna wake the sharks up. Dopamine is a little bit, it's a very complicated chemical, but I wanna talk about it a little differently. It does feel good, right? So if, I, if they were to say to the sharks, sharks, today I have a gift for you, the brain goes, ooh, a gift, a gift, a gift, a gift. Mm, oh, give me right, something. Gift, 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 yeah. gift. Right, dopamine is like that feeling of I want it, I want it, I want it. It's, it's an it's a excitement, but it's also motivation. So what they found is that when people have a lot of dopamine, they are more motivated to do things. They are more motivated to figure out a deal. They are more motivated to ask questions. So when a pitcher went in and not only had some kind of an interactivity, some kind of a surprise for them, and some of it, sometimes it was a surprise. And they would literally say, and guess what, sharks? We want to know what that is because yeah. we're like dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. So it's, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to walk in every meeting and hand out and like throw, throw out Snickers bars. Right. Love a Snickers bar and that will work really well. It <laughs> will work. It will work every time. But it's also verbal surprise. Mm. So it's also saying, today I have something really special to share. Right? Anticipation. Anticipation. It doesn't even have to be something major. It can be throwing in those little elements of surprise that people can look forward to. And here's the, the biggest one. So this is research that blew my mind. It changed the way that I write emails. So if you write a lot of emails, this study is for you. Researchers had participants come into their lab and do like a, a little quiz, like a little math test. One group of participants read a set of directions that was very simple. Please take the following quiz, take your time, use a pencil, tell us when you're done. Very simple set of directions. The other participants got the same set of directions, but they sprinkled in a couple of achievement-oriented words. So achievement-oriented words are words like win, succeed, master, greatness. 
in the directions they would say something like, please master all these questions, uh, take as much, as much time as you can to win the right answer, right? So they just sprinkled in a couple of these words, two or three of these words. They found that participants who had the achievement-oriented words performed better. They actually got more answers correct. Interesting. Now this is incredible. If you're a manager or a boss or you're working with people and you want them to perform at their best, just a couple of word swaps can help set them up for success. Mm. The second thing they found is that it also doubled, doubled participants' desire to keep working. And the last one is, is that reading achievement-oriented words can change our own dopamine and testosterone. We do not realize that we are cueing people incorrectly or we are missing opportunities in every single email that we send. So if you send an email out to your team on Monday morning, hey everyone, today is going to be a busy day. We have a lot of challenges. Let's make sure we're not late. Mm. Research has found that when people read words wow. like busy, challenge, or late, it literally primes them to be busier oh and later goodness. and more challenged. You are literally making it harder for them to help you. Mm. So if wow. instead you think about, and this is a challenge, I would love to, if you're brave enough to take it, open up your email sent folder and pull up five emails that you've sent to important people. I want you to print those emails and I want you to count the number of priming words you use. Good or bad. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even more, are they warm or are they competent? Highly charismatic people prime others with warmth and competence. I am so excited for you to finish the rest of your day strong. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to click the link in the description and it'll take you to the full episode of my other show, The School of Greatness. Make sure to come back tomorrow for another episode of The Daily Motivation Show. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.